I still recall, vividly recall, that first night I spent alone in Times Square. Must have been 12. I followed this one whore through the late hours as she moved like a trawler through the currents of deals denied for short green. I was on her like a mutt puppy, always keeping a valve of safe retreat one quarter block long. I was more threatened by her than any stray pimps who would, no doubt, consider me a heat-seeking pest at most. God, she was enormous, over six feet three easily, including, naturally, her four-inch heels, which I thought inviolate, never, never to be removed. Her breasts were crawling like some sea life from an unchartable depth out of a black bra, the bra beneath a dress which was so short that as I faked lacing my sneakers, crouching on one knee, I could clearly see revealed the connection of her black seam stockings and her red garters, like two deadly circuits fused to activate a device of total annihilation. A vial of mascara must have been emptied on those eyes. The whole effect, the body, the dress, the makeup, was as if someone had placed a Rubens portrait at the bottom of a cesspool. And after centuries of strangeness and decay among the stillness of vile things and vile notions, some chance lightning hit. And out of it, she was risen delivered onto these streets in a pink Cadillac. And she walks and walks because there is nobody who can ever make her price.
no more Cause they took my joy I don't like it no more Cause they took my joy They took my joy I want it back They took my joy I want it back I did I started in Detroit And I was looking for my joy Said I started in Detroit And I was looking for my joy Baby in the motor city I find joy Baby in the motor city I find joy Then I went to New York I was looking for my joy Went to New York And I was looking for my joy Emily Rudolph here with the Badgers and Jam podcast. We are jumping into season one, episode one today, as we are officially released on Spotify. If you are a live listener of ours and you tune in on Wednesdays at six over at mutinyradio.fm, thanks for being here. We're going to be sitting down with San Francisco Bay Area comedians Mark Neuer and Emma Brennan looking at creativity through the lens of comedy, as we always do here on the show. And specifically, too, Mark has his headlining show coming up on Sunday, August 13th at Cobbs. I'll be hosting there, too. They are both really great friends of mine. It was cool to hear how they got into comedy and also just kind of what their thoughts are on, you know, how they look at how they look at their craft, you know, their thoughts on different aspects of the scene of the industry, how to interact with other comedians, the come up. All that and more. So sit back and relax, light a joint, grab a drink, whatever you need to do to hang out because it's going to be a great show. And leave us a comment, question, whatever you'd like. We'd really appreciate it. You can find us online on Instagram uh, and elsewhere at, at Badgers and Jam Pod. Guys, enjoy. Welcome to Badgers and Jam, everybody. And all right. Oh. <laughs> What if we- oh, fuck my hole. Please. That's definitely what I'm going to cut up from this week to put with a picture of a badger. <laughs> yeah. You can have it like with your face and then the badger running. There's lo- I have lots. I have a lot of speed. I have a lot of badger videos that we can. Yeah, what is your jam about the, the badger? Oh, are you guys here? I was going to int- let you guys introduce yourselves first, but if you're curious about the badger thing. <laughs> so. 
I was research. I'm like, I'm a nerd about stuff and I obsess over topics, which I have a question that relates to this for you guys later. But I was like reading about just comedy in general and trying to learn things and pick up terms, right? And I came across Badgers and Jam and it's prop comedy. And it's funny, like Spencer and I have had a recent conversation about how like prop comedy is not super respected and we've been exchanging videos about mentalism and stuff. I just thought it was a great name. It's catchy. Mentalism, like, is that a like, new word for retardation? It's, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like magician. It's like, it's kind of like magic, but it's not. It's like more tricks of the mind. Like, there's not actually like a lot of outward. I don't know if that's the right definition. Spencer would probably be like, "That's not right at all." Right. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I want to get him on here sometime. So anyway, tell everybody what your what your guys's deal is. You guys both are doing comedy this weekend on the comedy crawl for mutiny radio i am also on barbary with you on friday shows my my new favorite thing instead of getting high at dispensary shows i get really drunk instead and i've been finding that being a drunk performer in front of high audience members is a really great were you drunk on sunday yes oh (laughs) i was drinking the entire time i didn't know that Well, because, you know, you shouldn't bring alcohol into a dispensary. So if I ever have uh, multiple caffeinated drinks, one of them is definitely filled with liquor of some sort. Oh, okay. I did that a couple times and I felt felt guilty because everyone gave me a weird look and I was like, but in my head I was like saving money, right? Because I listened to it. I was doing research. Ralphie May was like, don't drink when you're like on a booked show. He was like, never do it. And... Right. I was like, I like to have a drink and have fun, but I t- I'll tip well. I'll make sure that I'm, you know, respecting the bartender and not being an asshole and I don't get drunk. Yeah. But, um... Okay. So when you're doing club shows, it's like, you're a comic who goes, they'll take a drink. But you bring up a drink called bartender. That adds to it. Someone's got to pay for it. So it's like, if you take all these free drinks, like, nothing's free. The, the illusion of, like, oh, I'm a comic. You don't get anything free. Mm-hmm. Everything there's somebody comes out of somebody's pocket, so that's all he was saying. Like when you're doing club shows, like don't that guy. So like what you're saying is like you bring your own guys, right? You bring in outside alcohol into bars. God bless you. <laughs> I do the same. We all do it. So just a little. I mean, you know. Speaking of like which, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got him. No. allegedly, it's like I will, I will buy a drink <laughs> at a bar. But I won't buy multiple, and so I keep drinks in my car. No, I'm good. Stop passing me the weed. I can't. I can't smoke weed before I perform. Oh yeah, and also like four hours of sleep last night. Yeah, I did really bad. Oh fuck. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great night. That was a fun night, but uh, yeah. And then my boss texted me at like Hi, at man. like midnight, being like, "Hey, can we meet at 10 a.m.?" And I was like, "I'm gonna pretend like I didn't see that." Oh, right. I, I took the afternoon off sick today, <laughs> but I have been I have been like battling something lately. So I straight up told them all ahead of time I'm probably gonna have a sick. Day. Huh. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm probably gonna have a sick. Day. You can't act like I was at home like <laughs> like I told you okay. I have a problem. I'm standing up because I'm trying to log in to the computer and this computer's haunted. So that later when we, so I used to have, I'll sit down while I tell you stuff because it's weird to be standing. I used to be on a pot or a radio show in Arizona and we had it out of an abandoned school nurse's office. It was really weird and awesome. 
and we would have like kids come on and do like internship. It was in a really bad neighborhood. The whole system would work in this area too, I think, but we built a studio out of like donated equipment and then they would come and learn like audio equipment. Yeah, it was so cool. Like I would love to do that here. The band is it was dope. I'm not What am I? What is this? What am I? Yeah, the oh the ashes. But um yeah. I drink like it I did when I first moved here, but calm down a little bit. Wait, I'll wait. I'll pick just one first. You guys need to come. I have like a dozen plus game nights. Car, if you want. I have so much alcohol left over from my birthday comedy show, and I need to have a game night with you guys. I would love a game night. Also, uh, to everyone listening right now, all all of you guys, I have been doing DIY tattoos. I did this tattoo myself. That was my first time. That was you in the yeah. picture on Instagram doing the tattoo. No, no. So that that was a, a person I work with named Luke. He's a fantastic artist. Okay, that was like there was a man's leg or something yeah. in the photo. It was a man's leg and a man's hand. He didn't take any pictures of me doing this one. That is okay. But basically, I did like one line on his leg, and then I went and I did this on my leg. And then the first tattoo, a bottle. Dude, that's dope. Um, if you had it stuffed today, I would let you touch it. Dude, Mark was like, bring it. But <laughs> I am I, obsessed with like, I've always wanted a friend to tattoo me. I think I that's so cool. I cannot talk or be like even an ounce of like distracted while if I want to draw shit. And so I was like, I can do it if you want something incredibly shitty, but I just need like an annoyance. Artist, I'm a very good artist. I went to your funny. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to those <laughs> days. One day I'll be funny. But what I was getting around to saying is, I'm gonna have a tattoo party. I'm gonna have a a, a party at my house. I'm gonna bring a bunch of hooligans around, and there will be booze. This and there is will be a tattoo gun. This is the social life I've been waiting for in the Bay. Cause I had to go to a true romance party recently. Not super what? recent, true romance party where they sell vibrators. Oh. And the the girl, my mom would love that. The girl's really good at her job, but she like won't leave me and my friend alone. She like keeps texting us, and my friend has like anxiety about it. And she was like, "Please leave me alone." And the girl like won't stop. And she sent me a birthday card with confetti and stuff, and it's sweet. But then on the back, there's like a coupon, and uh-huh. it's all for vibrators. Yeah, and it's just she just really wants everyone to have good quality orgasm. I I I think that's a great job. They're expensive vibrators, so you can get a good vibrator from like I still say support the DC shop in Oakland for my pegging joke, which if you haven't heard is my well, favorite joke of mine. Name of the business. I gotta look it up. Hold on, bro. Okay, I haven't been there in a while. Joke. I don't live in the East Bay anymore, but it's in like da- it's in downtown Oakland by like what in street? the. It's it by Somar. It doesn't exist. No, it's near Somar, the club. It's like in that area. You know what I'm talking about? No, Somar. Or like so more right bar and lounge. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna use you for this out. Tell your joke while I figure this out. I'm telling a joke on the radio. Okay. Well, you cool. started it. <laughs> Can't start a joke about sex. I didn't. In, in my brain, also, you should. You guys should talk about this if you're not sure about That's this situation. I literally like allegedly fruity beer. Yeah. When I lived in Arizona, I would buy those for myself once in a while. I was super broke, but when I was like trying to reward myself for something in life, I would buy one. And then they have a tasting room in Alameda. Mark's like, no, this sucks. It's plums. I tried. 
It's the whitest white girl beer ever, but it's tasty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It also tastes like it's going to make you. Uh, probably, like, yeah. You'll fun. get like a good beer shit later from that. Art. It you... sits lightly on the tongue. Oh. A little bit yeasty. Not Mark's it's shit. Good. She tasted the beer. No, no. <laughs> no, not the shit. Not the shit. Just the beer. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We could do like a before and after taste test, but I don't know if I want to be the <laughs> the guinea pig for that one. <laughs> Who said the other day? Pam said her some her pee smells like weed. You know, if you smoke enough weed, everything that comes out of your body smells like weed. When That's I was bad. my height of stoner, whenever I would sweat, it just smelled like strong THC. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I smell like weed. I think I'm probably Come so here. consumed by it that I just. Gotta give her a scratch. Scratches. I'm being sniffed. Emily smells fantastic. Oh, thanks. For everyone listening, smells like laundry detergent. Ella. <laughs> cool. Mark smells smell like, like piss. Smell like. Are you okay? Let's, Let's talk about Let's yourself. Let's get into it. Talk her. How are your relationships going in life? Abortion schedule on Friday. Interesting. Really? Interesting. I, uh, yeah, it's a Golden State. It's like hopsy. It's a hopsy, mellow hops. That's the Golden State I'm sipping oh, on. Oh, this is good. It's great. A little fun fact for you all like listening at home, maybe for Mark's abortion uh, party. The, uh, what, what's that? Abortee? The abortee? The border? For Mark's aborter, a little fun thing that you can try is if you overdose vitamin C, you should not be taking vitamin C or eating a lot of citrus fruits if you're trying to get pregnant. So my personal birth control method is I don't have any birth control. I don't let people come inside of me, and then I just overdose vitamin C because I feel like I should be having my period. So see the problem with that. <laughs> what is the problem? No, it's see the problem with that is I want to come inside. I want. I need. I, it's not. You know what I mean? That's it's what I gotta do. It's what it's what I need. Guys, when I'm fucking, if I think I gotta pull out, I can't. I'm not. It's not. I can. I can understand. That's like, that. that's a human instinct. No, fucking, it's distracting. Like I'm not a primal human being. I'm a <laughs> hey. fucking dude. I'm a drop out of high school. You look like a large baby <laughs> who did <laughs> drugs. Fucking <laughs> dependent. You, yeah, you're a large baby with a, oh, what's the word called? Impulse control problems. You look like a normal-sized baby. <laughs> <laughs> also with impulse control problems. Oh, yeah. Can I do some acid? I guess. <laughs> oh, let's drop acid right now. It's going to be a crazy night. Have you ever done acid? Yes. Not that many times. I've yeah. done it, like, probably times and the last time i did it was with an ex-boyfriend of mine rafi knows the story and when i told him his eyes got really big because i didn't remember any of this no i didn't know him yet i was with my ex i lived in phoenix and i ended up staying in a motel six where like you know they prostitutes bring their like their clients and stuff right we were at a party and some guy was like i'm quitting acid and he was giving it all away which is never a good start and so he gave me some and i was like i don't feel it and i asked for more acid so then later when all of it hit, we were like, we can't go home like this to either one of our places. And we got a motel room. And then I like full blackout after my ex made a trough of gin and tonic in the bathroom sink. <laughs> like we laid like one of the bags of ice. We cut it up the side like we were survivalists. 
and put it inside the sink and then dumped ice and did the gin and tonic. Or no, we did ice next to it so it didn't water it down. And then mixed everything in. And then I got way too drunk. That's definitely something you'd only do on acid. That makes yeah. zero sense. Well, apparently. Hotel rooms have cups. He got he locked out. The Motel 6. The Motel 6 sink. Well, she said it was lined with plastic. Yeah. And then was that, lined, that was, was different to me. Yes. Yeah, it was. No, it really, it really was lined with plug the sink. But who knows? It was all messed up. It was God. The rest of it It was truly. But I threw up in the Motel Six bed later, which I don't remember. So much cum. I threw up in the Motel Six bed, which I didn't don't remember. Found that out the next morning. My ex got locked out of the motel room and apparently screamed and banged on every single door. Raging alcoholic, just like like every door. Third date, by the way, should have been a red flag, but I'm stupid, right? That's good for comedy. And then we got a second ice bucket from somewhere and both filled it up and were launching it at each other, like really late at night, like hitting cars with ice. So we went to check out and the guy was just like, I almost had you both arrested. And he like cursed us out. (laughs) And then we both just like went and got breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was good. It was chaotic. Yeah, that was acid for me. And then I was like, I'm going to calm down. I've never blacked out on a psychedelic, but I guess you were drinking so. Well, the thing was, I probably only had like like three or four. That's crazy. Yeah, when me and Mark did acid together, it was the first time I've ever drinking on a psychedelic, and that is the move. Yeah, get get incredibly fucked up when you do acid. It's so Within good. Reason, right? Well, you know, this is I was worried about my family. Sure. Listens. Huh? I kept cool, dude. I like kept looking over at Mark, and almost every time I looked at you, you had like a new shot in your hand, and I was just like, oh no, this is not going to end well, and it went great. So for him or for you? For both of us, really. Yeah. For you, you were good. You're good at the alcohol. Yeah, it was a bunch of like nice, Cobbs dude. employees and like great. random bar people. Oh, Lauren Kraut was there. Shout out Lauren Kraut. There? Yeah, she was there. Yeah, she was fun. Yeah, dude. She was hanging out hella late. Did you acid though? Dude, I think actually her and Pam like microdose rooms. I mean, I don't know if they want the information out there, but they did. I would do shrooms. Like, that's an any. I would do that. A little bit of Molly. Acid, I feel like. I think like be in the rain. I had Molly in a while. But the first time I did Molly, I had super good Molly. It was like this Norwegian stuff. Like the crystals were kind of like brown tinted. They were like honey colored. And I feel like that is like the ideal tone of Molly. You know a lot more. (laughs) Well, I've seen a lot of Molly. I have seen seen quite a bit. That doesn't sound correct. That sounds sounds incorrect. not Not like that. I'm it not saying like you're wrong. Life. I'm just saying that doesn't sound like what Molly should I'm look not like. Saying you're wrong. <laughs> All right, Emma Brennan. All I'm saying is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, okay. Ah. <laughs> Mine was, is just it was cool. light purple. It looked like a fucking. You want your Molly to be chunky. Quality. No, yeah. We don't. He, like he did an amethyst. <laughs> And he, and I chewed it up, and I know I chewed it up. I chewed it up because it was like gas. I don't need extra gas, right? Like I'm already filled to the brim. I didn't know that was an issue. Oh, dude, if you don't chew up, you don't chew up meth. If you don't chew up any of the drugs that are. 
you will get a pill. Mine is a pill. I did once. My mom, uh, no, I chewed it up off the off the fucking. It was like large, really large. There's nothing on this table that like maybe this. The this, base of the, the microphone. The base, yeah. This. Okay, that's like a full like just for reference. That's like a full hand size. Yeah. Like a like a mitt. No, it was a proper rock. I chewed it up and I thought I was gonna go on the right on the board. And as I get on the board, it starts. Oh no! You have to be a seasoned person to ride. Like I've ridden Bart a lot, and I know you ride it like every. D- I used to ride it every day with a bike, which as a woman is like an endeavor. You know what I mean? Sure. And it was the Richmond train, and I rode it to the end. Yeah. So I rode it to Richmond. Yeah, but. and then I rode my bike to and from that state. Live in Richmond. I still work in San Pablo. You don't. So that wasn't like. I never lived there. there. I lived in Alameda and I commuted, but I rode my bike all the time all around San. That's that's a rough. That's like to be high, even on weed on that train. Was pay me to live in. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually choose Alameda personally. Carolina. (laughs) He was just a little protect. Like I actually did enjoy Alameda. Some really good people, but it gets a little boring after a while, and you have to have like a lot of money to like. All of my server friends, like, either are low-key and, like, just trying to, like, get through their job so they can move on to the next thing, right, because they're in school, or they're, like, blowing all of their money every week to look bougie, and it's, like, we would go to these, like, breakfasts together, and, like, I, I just, it was a lifestyle that was, like, fun, and I was I was drinking a ton, but, like, it just wasn't, I don't know. It's a different world. You live in a bubble. It's a weird bubble, and... um there's a Facebook group that I'm trying to write a joke about in Alameda. It's it's there's like twenty thousand people in it, and it's just like a bunch of white women it's like taking pictures. I know people are obsessed with like staying in it after they move away too, because they feel like it's this exclusive thing, and it's just a bunch of like middle aged people roasting each other for like bad parking and mm-hmm. stupid stuff. It's 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 a very weird place. So, I got some good soup recipes. You stay in it for the soup. I came for the drama. I stayed for the soup. soup. For the soup, yeah. (laughs) So how did you guys both... This is the question that everybody's like, ugh, but I I am curious how you both got into doing comedy. Mark first. And what other things you're into that would surprise you? Hold on. (laughs) Those are two questions. Segway. Segway. What was your your badgers and jam there? What did you just say to me? What? How did you get into comedy? Next question. Okay, so interesting question because I started public speaking at a young age, not just in class, right? Because like, there's some kids. Excuse me. He was a pimp. So I was a, so I was a yeah. pimp, and I was at one point in my journey, and it wasn't even I wasn't even a good pimp. I was just a piece of shit boyfriend, you know. It was just all it is. So, but anyway, so I was I was younger, and I was. Because like I was saying, there, there's there's like when you speak in front of the class, right? That's one version of public speaking. Some kids don't, some kids do. That was in sixth grade when I was when I came to my attention. I don't give a fuck. I may not participate in making the project, but if you just tell me the key points, we'll be on our way. Just let me talk about it. We'll be fine. We'll be just fine. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but you just give me a yeah. little bit of information. I'll make it up, and they'll yeah. all just believe. Fuck them. What do they know? It's my project. They don't know dick about it. They did their own project. I, no, I get that. I get that. That's how I like passed IB English. Right. You just say a bunch of philosophical that bullshit. That's, that's that's like an English class in college. Yeah, it's just a program that saying. they put people into that ruins your soul. Right. It takes the rest of your soul. I have a ginger. I didn't have one. They didn't get that. 
<laughs> I will anyway. pay for you to leave. So I fucking that was one half of it, but also my my grandfather, uh, my great grandfather. I mean, he was a World War Two vet, right? Old, old man died in hospice care in and we came home from the mall. It was the first time I'd ever gone and gotten like name brand clothes because the, the, there was two girls in class. Anna Steed and Carly. Out Hannah and Carly. They were like, you got to get this these, these clothes. I was like trying to figure out how to like be like attractive. I was trying to figure out how to be like normal kid. I didn't feel normal. I felt like everything I was a little. And I was trying to figure out how special, other people. No, I was special little snowflake. I was. I was just something different. I was just a different guy. Like I, I was just really different. You know. So different. When was your first kiss? So different. Uh, I think I was like fifteen or so. When was your first kiss? Yeah, I was a freshman. I full on hung made out with a girl when I was. Wow. And she she was a no. She was like a year older than me. Her name was Dallas. And she and I, I would make out. Dallas Snyder, please. My <laughs> first kiss. I mean, I swear but to I God. Was much older. I, of course, you. It doesn't matter his how name old. Was MJ. Yeah, he was way older than you. Uh, he was like I was a freshman. I think he was a junior, so a couple years older. Yeah. Shout out MJ. MJ, like, God bless him. Like, Uncle Jackson. Probably every like six months or so to see if I'm single or not. Isn't that weird? How like it does annoys the shit out of me. It's crazy so, how, like, dudes can't answer your texts, you know what I mean, when you're with them, but, like, they stay in your life for the next 20 fucking years after you break up and just, like, loom oh, over you. One time, I was, like, recovering from wisdom teeth surgery. We were on, like, a phone call together, and he, like, starts, like, trying to, like, phone sex or something, <laughs> and he was, like, I'm, like, a big bad wolf. Eat you up. And I was, like, dude, this is weird. <laughs> like a weird level what? of like is he a furry i betcha i betcha man that's his furry little heart anyway so so hannah hannah so and, fuck um, them so i come back from because you know, they were telling me i gotta get abercrombie and fitch and i gotta go to the okay. fucking american eagle and i gotta do this or i gotta do that whatever it be so i told my mom and we went to the mall come back from the mall and i am the first one to walk in and i see Grandpa's Kemp dead in the living room, right? So that's my first mall experience. And then right after, I go and I'm sent to this depression clinic, hospice for like kids that are like in the home. So it's like, a, I don't even know what that, like a fat, not like a fat camp, but like I just had a bereavement. Yeah. Like we went to like the woods. So like you saw a dead body, you're going to be fucked up from this for sure. Let us take you away from your family. <laughs> A dead body. Let's send you to the woods, the creepiest place. Dude, yeah. I think weird. I was in fifth grade. I don't know what. What is that like? A, a yeah. Yeah. And terrible experience. The camp was horrible. There's Everything about it was great. Depressed children in the woods. Plenty of places to hang yourself. Oh, you dude, know? please. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. No, you're not wrong. You're telling you're speaking facts. If my dad listen, he'll love this part. Actually, I had. <laughs> Worst dreams there, right? Just it was the worst thing. The nightmares were terrible. But at the end of the of the camp, we had this like talent show. Okay. At the camp, right? At the camp, right? Yeah. We said. And I had no, I had no talent. I have nothing. I'm not a fucking nothing. I just have nothing. 
all I got is my fucking voice. So I was like, I'll do, I'll do storytelling. Why would they have you guys do a talent competition while you're mourning the death of someone in your family? Right. Like, that was not planned by someone who actually therapist. No, the the counselors doesn't make were any fucking sense at all. Dude. Like, let's have a competition about your self worth while you're uh, getting <laughs> exactly, exactly. I do storytelling and I get up there and I tell what I told the story. So I told a rendition of it, Stephen King's It. That's cool. I told my own rendition of it, <laughs> thinking that they wouldn't know. Who knows what they knew? I just was like plagiarizing fucking Stephen King storytelling. And uh, I was getting laughs. I wasn't getting like, mm-hmm. in- they weren't interested. They were like laughing. And I was like, okay, great. You know, this is it. This is I. Ever since it stuck with me, this is what I want to just, not comedy, but I wanted to use my voice. Interesting. I want to talk. Yeah. That's it. I want to yeah. use my voice. I'm not good at anything else. I can lift fucking boxes. Yeah, I can go work in a factory. That's not the end of me, though. I can speak and I have a voice. Long-winded answer. But what is it, something that I meant? To, uh, what was your other part of that question? The other what part of that question was, what other, like, things are you into that might Nothing. surprise someone? Fucking... It could be a genre of music. It could be a genre of comedy. It could be an activity, a hobby. It could I'm be... I'm really into, oh. like, spit porn. Like, okay. Yeah, like, where there's a lot of, like, and, like, spit, and they're, like, spitting on each other. Like, spit each other's... Lesbians, like, licking... You know what I mean? Have you seen this? Have you seen these videos? Honestly, I like... surprising fact about Mark. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Like people would take one look at you and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's into spit porn." Yeah, that makes sense. Don't you really like Hobo Johnson? I uh, love Hobo Johnson, dude. dude I, I was him. shocked. We're I gonna. That's okay. When I found out that, that I was can't the jam. get into my playlist for today. So we're gonna play Hobo Johnson when we take a dude, break. Dude, February four, What is it? February fourth, sixteenth. What is the song? February eighteenth. The song is like, and I tell him every time I see him, I say, "Fuck you for making that song, dude," because I cry into my cereal every day. Crying. Uh, that's so- extra time. Are we done yet? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Because no. you're, you're on your. You're so on my your mom just texted me this San Francisco. This <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen. She's gonna find out so much about me. San Francisco just made national news for being in major trouble for crime, burglaries, and assault. No oh. shit. And store closures. Please be careful out there. Heart. Sweet, but also like. Where does your mother live? Arizona. Okay, so random segue though, you know the guy with the horns from the insurrection. I have to find yeah. a good way to make Is a joke about this, but people are really touchy about it. No, he two blocks, three blocks over from where I went to high school is where that guy lived. It's the neighborhood like right next to where I went to high school is Moon Valley. And I am convinced someone messaged me and they were like, Hey, do you recognize this guy after that happened? And I was like, Not really. And they sent me another picture and then a link to his, like, IMDb. He's, like, a waiter and then, a, like, an amateur actor in Phoenix. Like, oh, my God, I do remember him. I went to an Earthship building party at, like, a community house that Earth, a bunch of people lived in. Earth what? Like, when you build, like, a partially underground dwelling out of all natural stuff. Like, you, it's, like a, like, a clay roof out of dirt and then you put, like, bottles in it. And, and it's large. It's large, yeah. We yeah, all brought really like potluck stuff. Like some people dropped acid. We hung out in the backyard. There was a teepee. It was weird. It was cool. You've had a life. Yeah. I mean, all three. And he was there. I'm understanding more from your story and like why we all get along. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. So. <laughs> my turn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my turn. I felt the lag. 
Oh, the dead air. Seven minute lol. I'm gonna open these sun chips while you tell your story. Chips in here. I love whatever. I was having not close. If you if you crunch into the microphone while I'm talking, yes, that's true. I've tested the theory. You can't hear anything from like a foot and a half away. Dude, like so many in your inventory. Talking, let me go grab you. I like that he's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, you got some fucking I, too. I like that you're calling everything jam now. Dude, Thanks. you're Thanks. awesome. Because we, like, I, like name, I like the name mainly because I don't understand. I don't want to know. Um, you may have an answer. I like it because it's like it's like music, like System of a Down. Do you listen to mm-hmm. oh, Great. The lead singer Surge. They asked him one time in an interview, he was like, "What is you know?" People are like trying to figure out what weird it is. You to tell them what it like. I don't want to have to tell you. Let yourself just figure it out and what it means to you. Yeah. So yeah. Badgers and jam to me means. I th- yeah, I think that's what's cool. It's like Tom and Jerry. In my head, it's like Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry if yeah. that makes any sense. I think it's raises like the mystery for people, and I like that if somebody were to try to figure it out and they googled it, they learned something. Like I think that's cool. I like hiding yeah. Easter eggs and things because I like to learn, you know. But I also like. I'm very aware of my, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. You br- you showed up with fruit and Red Bull. Thank you. Know, you. <laughs> you have like a Whole Foods in your purse when you got here. <laughs> we got vodka. We got oranges. Not vodka. Hell yeah. We don't really have vodka. That was a joke. Allegedly. I said we don't really have vodka. That was a joke. Allegedly. It's really just fucking. It's a podcast. 